Has the story of your love life taken an unexpected plot twist? Well, this is the podcast that helps millennials rewrite the story of their love life by learning simple strategies for starting and maintaining a healthy relationship. Through candid and unscripted conversations, we provide tools to help navigate the twists and turns of dating and relationships. Are you ready to flip the script on your love life? If so, sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy another episode of the Love Unscripted Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Love Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Wilson. And this is the podcast where we have unscripted conversations with millennials about relationships and dating. So I hope you all are having a great start to your holiday season. We're in full swing. We're about to go through that stretch where we're about to have holiday after holiday after holiday. So hopefully you are having time to spend time with your loved ones, spend time with friends, and spend time with family. So I just want to thank all of you for supporting the podcast so far. It's been a long journey. It's been an unscripted journey. And I think like a lot of people, it's good to have people to have conversations with about relationships so that we don't feel like we're alone, so that we don't feel like we're the only one trying to figure out what this thing called love actually is. And it's great to be able to have people to talk to, to get advice, some correction and support as we continue on this journey. So if you're new here, welcome. Last week, we had a great conversation talking about what to do when you feel lonely during the holidays. Now, we understand that not everybody has a boo thing and everyone may not be close to their family. So we had a really good conversation about what to do when you feel lonely. We talked about what to do when you feel like you're the only one in your space and how to better manage that feeling called loneliness so that we don't revert back to old habits. We don't dial that number that we used to call when we were lonely and how to better continue on our healing journey, our growth journey. And we even talked about, yo, you may be in a relationship. What happens if you're in a relationship and you feel lonely? We gave some practical tips and strategies on how to better manage your loneliness. So it's called Lonely for the Holidays. You can go ahead, pause this episode. I won't feel bad. Go ahead, listen to that one and then rejoin us here. So I just want to, once again, like I said, thank you. Um, but I have a good topic that I want to discuss. This is going to be a solo cast. So this is going to be me just kind of rapping with y'all about a topic that I think uh, may not get a lot of light, uh, may not be discussed as much because it's, it can be one of those kind of private things. People like to be private in this area. And I want to talk about community and support. Like a lot of people try to go throughout this relationship journey, this love journey on their own. And I'm not just talking about like if you're dating, like I understand some people like to date in private, but some people are also doing relationships in private. And what I mean is having trusted individuals, having friends, peers, loved ones, older couple, like somebody in your corner. And I want to start off by saying this, that's not a bad thing. We all need connection. I'm a firm believer that humans were designed to connect with other people. And so that's a natural need that we have. And sometimes we push that area to the side in order to have privacy, 
in our relationships. Now, I understand there are times where friends, family, and other people can try to get all up in your business. But on this journey, we definitely need people, trusted people, to be able to be in our corner and to be able to support us as we're going through this journey towards love. I always tell the story about a friend of mine who I decided to start bringing girls that I was dating around as a way of getting some support. I had had a bad stint where I was going from maybe not so good prospect to the next. And I just needed to get some other like eyes on the people I was dating. And I had a friend who was willing to be honest, truthful, and just straight up with me about whether or not he felt like the people I was dating was a good fit and a good match. I don't know if a lot of people have that. I don't know if you have somebody in your corner that you can bring somebody around that you may be dating that can evaluate them. We need those kind of people. Believe it or not, when we actually like date in private, as in not letting anybody know what's going on, or even if you're in a relationship or you're married, going through your relationship and not letting people support you in that relationship can cause a lot of unnecessary harm. You can go through some hills and valleys that you may not necessarily need to go to if, and the key word is if, you have some really good, supportive, and strong people. So you may be wondering, like, I want to allow someone to come into my space, but what does that even look like? Like, what type of people should I let into my space, especially into this very intimate place of our relationships? Because this is very dear to us. Our feelings and our emotions are involved. And sometimes if we hear the wrong thing from the wrong person, it can really um, skew, it can influence, or it can even change how we view potential dating partners. So what I wanted to do briefly is talk about like, what are the characteristics of a good supporter? What is the characteristics of someone that you can let know some of the details of your dating experience? Who are, what are some of the characteristics of people that you can allow to give you counsel when you are in a relationship with your partner and things may not be going well? If you're married, you definitely need to know what are the characteristics of other people or couples that I can allow to pour into me so that I can be the best version of myself while I'm in a relationship, while I'm in a marriage, or while I'm dating. So here's some, I'm gonna give you three characteristics to look out for. This is not an exhaustive list, but these are three starting points that you can use to evaluate friends, family members, or even some other type of mentor that you may want to be able to be in your corner as you're doing this journey called love. So the first one I will say is that they they need to be understanding of who you are and what you need. This person has to know you on some type of level for you to be able to trust them and for them to be able to also know what it is that you need and what you're looking for. These type of people, you've probably known them for an extended period of time and you've built up some level of trust with them to where they can say, hey, I know you and this type of person would not fit best with your personality type, with your lifestyle, or even with your life purpose or the direction that they may have heard that you want to go. People who know you, that's the starting point. It makes no sense 
to allow someone into that intimate space of your relationship or even into your mind about how you're dating if they don't know you? What is it that they can offer other than their opinion that is based on a very subjective perspective on what they've seen you do or seen how you act thus far? Find somebody who is who has known you who knows what you need, that you have conversations. This may even be someone that you've confided in during tough times. Or think about it. This may be someone that you want to tell your good news to. Or they could be someone that gives you guidance on major life decisions. That's one of the characteristics of someone that could be a really big support and a characteristic of someone that you will need in your corner as you're doing this journey towards love. The second characteristic, they are willing to tell you the truth. Now, we don't need a bunch of yes men and yes women just saying, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, go ahead. Go with the flow. Yeah, that's no. You need someone to say, hey, you're tripping. You normally don't date this type of person. This isn't along the lines of what you say you want, but yet you're dating them. You need someone to be able to tell you that. Now, that takes a different level of respect, vulnerability and care. Because as we know, we've all been in situations where we tell someone something, we tell them the truth, and it doesn't always get received well. And when it doesn't get received well, it puts strain on that relationship. So if you want someone that's really going to help you take your relationship game to the next level and be a really good support, they have to be willing to tell you the truth. And it's going to be hard when they do tell you the truth, but you have to be able to trust that this person cares for me, they have my best interests at heart, and they want to see me win and succeed at relationships. They have to want that. And someone who will tell you the truth, tell you about yourself, that is someone that you need in your corner. That is someone who is going to steer you back onto the right track, even if they know that it will upset you, even if they know you may not agree, and even if you think that they may be wrong about what they're saying. The bravery, the courage that it need that is needed to be able to tell someone the truth is a really big characteristic of someone that you need in your corner. The third one that I'm going to talk about is they have to be willing to pick you up when you're down. Now, relationships, like we've said, are tough. Many people have gone through multiple dating experiences and have not found the one. You may have been in a relationship for any extended period of time and it did not go well and you broke up. We live in a day and age where divorce is really common and people are having to split up lives, split up families, and we all get down. Listen, it ain't, it's not even relationship wise. You may go through health challenges. You may go through financial challenges. You may go, go through social challenges. Regardless of how you fall, you need someone who's going to be willing and able to get down in there, in the mud, in the grit, in the nastiness, and be willing to pull you up. You're going to need that, especially with love, especially in relationships, because they're not easy. They take work, and you need someone that is going to be right there to give you an encouraging word when it seems like dating prospect after dating prospect has failed and it looks like I'm going to be alone. You are going to need that person to speak life into you when you and your partner have been trying to do this relationship thing for a while and you're not really sure if you guys are going to make it to the altar. You need someone that's going to be able to help you figure out what those 
pain points are and pick you up afterwards. If you are married, you are going to need couples. You're going to need individual mentors, people in your corner that are going to help you not hit that eject button when you want to push it. They're going to, you're going to need people in your corner when you are feeling down and out. You may have lost your job and now you're trying to figure out how we're going to support this family that we have. You're going to need people in your corner to be like, you know what? I got you this month. You know what? Let me help you look for a job. You know what? Let me go to these classes with you so the quality of your marriage can be better. We need people who are going to get into the dirt with us and pick us up. And those people are not easy to find. But when you find them, you got to hold on to those kind of people. We need people who are going to be willing to get into the grit, the dirt, and to support us because this is a long journey. Love and relationships is not a quick kind of thing. Like you don't find someone that you like and all of a sudden, bing, your relationship is perfect. I wish it was, but there are going to be ups and downs. Life is unscripted. Life is unpredictable. But we don't have to go through it alone. If we're willing to find someone who is willing to pick us up, let them pick you up. Allow them to support you in ways that you may not necessarily want or feel you need support. Those couples, those people, those type of communities are going to be extremely beneficial for helping you be able to live or excuse me, to be able to um, go forward in your relationship journey. So those are just three brief characteristics. So I know a lot of people, we're, we're millennials. Listen, they say it is diff- it's more difficult to find and make friends after 30 than any other time in your life. We're Listen, we're setting our careers. We are doing adulting. And it may not always be easy to stay connected to friends. So here's some things that you can do, like, here are some like if you don't have friends, like an immediate friend group, I'm going to give you a couple, uh, I'll say people that you can look to as a way to get some added support so that you don't have to do the whole relationship journey alone. So what I'll say is look for couples that are older than you that you can look to for mentorship. Now, it is going to be up to you to evaluate whether or not you feel that this couple can support you in the way that you need. Just because people are married and just because they've been married a long time does not mean that they're necessarily a good mentor couple. Find someone that has your similar beliefs, that have your similar moral standard, and potentially are at a place in their relationship where you'd hope to be. We've kind of given the older generation a bad rap as far as um, them not maybe teaching us everything we need to know about relationships or just giving us a one size fit all model for how to do relationships. But look for a couple that fits your ideal. They're out there. They may not be easy to find. You may have to inconvenience yourself and get into some of these spaces where they hang out where they socialize, where they're at on a weekly basis so that you can get access to that real um, nitty gritty, uh, authentic type of information. If you don't have friends, go find a couple who is where you would like to be relationally and talk to them, see if they're willing to mentor you. I have yet to, I have about four mentor couples in my circle. 
when I asked them to mentor me, none of them said no. I've yet to have someone say, you know what? I don't want to help you be better in your relationship. I actually want you to suffer. I've yet to meet an older couple who's been willing to do that or who has gone and taken that approach. So I think if we're willing to uh, seek out some support, we can have the support. And I think older couples are a great way to get some added uh, support, some added knowledge, because they'll give you <laughs> they'll give you the, the raw, dirty and uncut. You just have to find a couple that you feel you can listen to, that you feel that you can take guidance from, that you feel that you can even take correction from. Also, another person is you could find an individual, let's say you're dating, find someone who uh, you may not have to go the couple's route, but if you find an individual who is very knowledgeable in how to do relationships, because you may not want to deal with a couple. Sometimes it can be overwhelming to hear multiple perspectives. You may just want one perspective, depending on what state you're in, in your dating or relationship phase. Find individuals, be willing to talk to people. But one thing both of these groups are going to require you to do is to be authentic. You're going to literally have to say, hey, there's some information I don't have. Would you be willing to give it to me? Would you be willing to talk to me about your experience and allow me some insight so now that I could take the information and apply it or tailor it to my unique experience? You don't have to go alone, especially if you don't have friends. And especially if a lot of your friends are not in healthy relationships, if they're not getting married or if they don't even value marriage, that's another thing. You may be the lone person who does want marriage and your friends may not want to get married. And that is perfectly OK. But because you now don't have people who have that same value in that area, be willing to go seek out assistance, support, wisdom from somewhere else. And think about it. A lot of people do this in other industries, like with finance. People have no problem seeking out a financial advisor or a business advisor when they want to be mentored in the area of their business. When people want to uh, learn a different industry, let's take health, for instance. Like if you are not the best at staying consistent and being um true to yourself as far as maintaining your health, there are coaches, there are people out there that you can get in contact with that have had success that you can seek out. We do this in many different areas of our life, but it seems like with relationships, because it is so personal, because it, at some point, these people are going to be in your business. It's hard sometimes to seek out these people and to form relationships with them, especially when it involves your personal relationship or where you want to go relationally. So seek out those kind of people. Lastly, I do want to talk about, I, I've often heard people say like, you know what? I don't, I don't want a lot of people in my business. I prefer to just date in private. And, and whenever I decide to get married, that's when I'll get married. I've often heard couples say, you know what? We're dating. We're doing our own thing. We have our own flow. We don't need any extra input. We'll just do it ourselves. I've also seen where married couples, excuse me, where married couples say, you know what? We've made it to the finish line. We're just going to continue doing our own thing. And unfortunately, dating in isolation, doing relationships in isolation actually hurts 
your chances of having a long-term successful relationship. And I'm going to give you some reasons why. Doing your relationship or dating in private actually jeopardizes the future of that relationship. It jeopardizes it. Because like I said, because we need, because when you're in a relationship, when you're dating from your own vantage point, you only have one perspective and that's yours. And sometimes our unique perspective is not always accurate. It's not always right. You're too close to the situation to really be objective about what is going on. So allowing people to be in your space, to be able to allow a select group of people to know the details and understand where your shortcomings and point out growth areas to you, like that's going to increase the likelihood is going to increase the potential success of your relationship because now you have more information, you have the opportunity to gain more skills, and you have added support when things may hit the fan. The second thing is dating in private, doing relationships in private, marry, staying in your marriage in private can also damage your connection with other people on the outside. And what I mean by that is when you, we've all, we've always heard, We've seen when someone wasn't dating someone, we thought we were close to them and all of a sudden they, excuse me, not dating. When you have a friend who's dating somebody and all of a sudden they pop up with this new somebody, a new boo thing. It's like, whoa, hold on. I thought we was cool and you didn't even mention them. That can be one of those things that causes friction in a relationship. Even with being in a relationship long term, you can start to isolate friends, family from being involved with you when you try to do it by yourself because you don't want people to say, hey, why do y'all operate this way? Or um, when people see red flags that you guys display when you're interacting together, when people point those out, you may be like, I don't want people in my business. That can cause friction with people that you know and people that you're close to when you are doing a relationship in isolation. In isolation. Even when you're married, like if you're sitting there on an island, isolated from friends and family, you prevent yourself from adding different social dynamics that you need in order to get some either relief and reprieve from each other to be able to uh, grow. You need other people connection with other couples so that you can grow. Um, And like it don't got to be everybody, but you got to let somebody in. You got to let somebody in, but doing it all in private actually will put strain on your other external relationships. Another thing that uh, another reason why doing relationships and dating in private um, can lead to unsuccessful relationships long term is that hmm, it, it can make you feel bad. You can feel bad about yourself. I often hear a lot of individuals who are trying to date and they're not telling anyone, they're a little paranoid. They're a little worried that someone may see them out with someone. They're worried that um, their business may get out there in the streets and paranoia is not a good way to live out a relationship. You know, there's this whole thing where people uh, dating and pride, not really sneaky links, that's something else, but I'll just use that as like having your sneaky link, like your person that nobody know about y'all sneaking around and you just hoping that nobody find out that this relationship is actually more surface level than you realize. And even when you're married, like being by yourself, like you still need social connection. You still need social connection 
to other couples, other people outside your relationship. And that paranoid feeling that you get when you start to worry, what are other people, um, why are people distancing themselves? Why do, why do people not invite me anymore? It's because you've kind of done it on an island by yourself and, and you haven't made yourself accessible. Also, the last point I'll hit on, when you try to do dating, relationships, and marriage in private, you are more likely to go against your own values. If no one is there to hold you accountable or to even be able to speak up when they see a discrepancy in how you're operating, that can cause a challenge. We A lot of people don't like when people tell them about themselves, and that's natural. Some people don't like to be told when they are wrong or when they're going outside of what they said they were going to do, especially when you're solo dating. Like when you're dating, if you're out there, you don't necessarily always want to have someone checking what you're doing, but you need that. You need that. You are more likely to go against your value system when you're just doing it by yourself, because there's always situations that present themselves that can potentially put you in compromising situations. If you if you're in a committed relationship and you have people telling you like, yo, you said you value this as a potential part, as a future husband, as a future wife, but you're going against it. Yo, when you speak to your girl, you don't speak with kind words. Yo, uh, ma'am, you you disrespect your boyfriend openly and in public, but you said you want to to you you want him to be the leader, but you're undercutting him. Like someone's gonna tell you those kind of things, but when you do it just by yourself, just with the as a couple, no one's really there to be able to say it, and you can often go against your own values because there's no one there to say anything. So. Um, I've said a lot and I want to want to just kind of wrap up with this. Even if you don't have those, like, where can you go? Like, do you have a community? Do you have a group of people that you can consistently call on whenever you need them to support you on this journey towards love? And like I say, it don't matter if you're dating, if you're in a committed relationship or if you're married, where's where's your community? Ask yourself that. Who are my people? Who, who do I go to when I need guidance? Who can I go to to put this relationship conflict in perspective for me so that I don't blow up a, a good relationship over a momentary disagreement? Where is that for you? Where is that for you? Ask yourself that. That's an important question. Start looking for that. If you don't have it, start looking for that. If you have it, start utilizing them. Start utilizing them because you will need them throughout the lifespan of your relationship journey. You need it. And so for those who are like, you know what? I don't have that. I don't even know where to look. Guess what? So me and my good friend, Jamel Jackson, we decided to start a community where individuals, couples can go to get daily support. And we call it Wake Up in Love. And it's going to be a online community where we where we meet every single day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And we talk, share, give practical tools on how to date with intentionality, how to work through major conflicts in a relationship, how to actually really communicate with your partner. The great thing 
that I've learned, especially being a therapist, is that there are skills that can be used to address any major area of dysfunction, conflict, or just disagreement in a relationship. There are dating strategies that you can use to weed out all of the, the, the funk that is in the dating pool. There are interventions that you can do to be better at that. And so what me and Jamel have decided to do is get together every single day, Monday through Friday, with people who value healthy relationships. And what we're going to do is, uh, excuse me, Jamel is going to share some stuff on one day. I'm going to share some stuff, but we're also going to have two subject matter experts who are going to come and give either presentations, give practical tools. And so you can ask them questions as well. Y'all always hear me say, I may not have all the answers, but I will have the conversation. And in Wake Up In Love, we will have the conversation. So hopefully if you're looking for a community that you can be a part of, that can give you daily inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and most importantly, listen, most importantly, practical tools. We got to know what to do. And if you want to go alongside other people who also have the same values as, as you about relationships, join Wake Up In Love. So the website is Wake Up, W-A-K-E-A-N-L-O-V-E.com and join us there. Go ahead, sign up. We're going to be going live multiple times over the next couple of weeks to talk more about what this community is and how this community can best support you. So this is me just starting the conversation about people getting support for their relationships. I don't have all the answers, but I do know a bunch of people who have had various experiences and have clinical expertise on relationships that can give us some great information. So I've reached out to a bunch of them. They've agreed to do it. And so I hope that you're willing to join us there if you're moved to so that you can also have uh, the, the tools, the strategies needed to have healthy, happy and successful relationships. So thank you all for listening this week. Please head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher podcast, comment, rate, subscribe. If you're in YouTube land, please, excuse me, if you're in podcast land, please head on over to YouTube at Love Unscripted HD, where you can watch the full episode for this video. And like I just mentioned earlier, go ahead and head on over to wakeupinlove.com to join our relationship community there. Hey, listen, we may not have all the answers, but we will have the conversation. See y'all next time. Peace.